The Latin America Report is made possible by MBAF, CPAs and advisors. From the WLRN Newsroom, I'm Tim Padgett. No country in Latin America and the Caribbean has been hit as hard by the new coronavirus as Ecuador. Brazil is a far larger country and does have more COVID-19 cases, but Ecuador's death toll is thought to be twice as high. And no place in Ecuador has suffered as terribly as the port city of Guayaquil. Last week, Guayaquil Mayor Cynthia Viteri told Ecuador TV the pandemic has hit her city like a Hiroshima bomb. She and her husband also tested positive. They've both recovered. But she says 8,000 people may have died from COVID-19 there so far. Images of corpses on Guayaquil sidewalks have shocked the world. This woman was crying for help to bury her parents. Dr. Gregorio Ortiz feared he and his daughter Isabel might die too. Isabel is also a doctor. As the pandemic ravaged Guayaquil last month, she was infected while treating 20 coronavirus patients a day. Ortiz scrambled to treat her, then he got infected. So did some of his relatives. He says one of them almost died. At the same time, I saw many of my colleagues did die of the virus, Ortiz told me. No one ever imagined we'd face an invisible monster like this. Ortiz and his family members are recovering. They're still in isolation. Ortiz says people are still getting infected in Guayaquil because too many are still out in the streets. Most can't afford to stay at home under quarantine orders and not go to work. And in Ecuador, they can't count on stimulus checks. We have to change people's attitudes about the pandemic restrictions, Ortiz said. If we don't, nothing else we do will make much difference. Here in South Florida, Ecuadorian expats are watching the tragedy anxiously. Sadness and frustration, impotency, I don't know how to describe the feeling. Dr. Ortiz's brother-in-law, Carlos Sabando, is also from Guayaquil and lives in Doral. He says a pandemic isn't like, say, the earthquake that hit Ecuador four years ago. So Ecuadorian expats here at first didn't know how to help. Then Sabando says they realized they'd be most useful flooding social media in Guayaquil with the message to stay at home and do social distancing. This is one doctor's advice sent to a WhatsApp group with hundreds of people. He's telling them to forward the message to family and friends in every Guayaquil barrio. We are in close contact with the people. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all of it. And they are listening. Sabando says many Ecuadorian expats are also ramping up money transfers to family in Guayaquil so they feel less pressure to get out and work. And they're funding production in Guayaquil of protective masks and suits for healthcare workers. Those are scarce in Ecuador. So are COVID-19 testing kits. The government's broke and was so slow to proceed. That's another big part of Ecuador's coronavirus storm, a broke and often broken government. There's definitely a lack of trust in institutions and and hospitals and and also lack of access. Miami Congresswoman Debbie Mukarcel Powell came here from Ecuador as a teenager. She's also from Guayaquil. Last week, she was on the phone with Ecuadorian President Lenin Moreno. Devastating, extremely dire 
That's Moreno's outlook on the pandemic, especially since Ecuador relies on oil exports. He thinks it's going to get worse before it gets better. And because of the drastic drop in oil prices, they have completely depleted any reserves. Ecuador is still dealing with the financial mess created by former president Rafael Correa. He left power three years ago and is now in exile in Belgium. Correa's decade of corrupt authoritarian rule also left administrative chaos in areas like public health. And then came COVID-19. The Minister of Health was not handling it adequately, and President Moreno has appointed somebody new to handle the Ministry of Health. But too late to handle a key cause of coronavirus transmission in Ecuador. They believe that the travel that came from Europe, specifically back to Guayaquil, was what led to the spread of the virus early on. Guayaquil follows the Southern Hemisphere seasons, so January, February, and March were summer vacation. That meant potentially thousands of infected Ecuadorian migrant workers and exchange students returning from European countries hard hit by COVID-19, especially Spain. Guayaquil Mayor Cynthia Viteri has since strengthened the city's stay-at-home restrictions, but she's been criticized for poorly communicating her policies and also for blocking charter flights into Guayaquil's airport. The flights were supposed to get foreigners out of Ecuador and Ecuadorians back into the country. Those flights have since resumed, but hundreds of Ecuadorians are still stuck in Florida. People want to just return home, back to their families. Christian Carvajal is an Ecuadorian who lives in Iraq. He was on his way to visit family in Ecuador last month, but he got stranded in Orlando when Ecuador barred international commercial flights. Some 2,000 other Ecuadorians were stuck in Florida, too. About half have been able to get on chartered flights home. The rest, like Carvajal, are in limbo here. He's able to stay with a relative, but most are paying to stay in hotels. They've created their own WhatsApp group to share information and commiserate. They have maxed out their credit cards, and they can even afford flights to return to Ecuador. Fortunately, there has been good Samaritans that have helped them out, but our government has not supported us. Ecuador's government insists it is working to get those Ecuadorians back home. Christian Ceballos was raised in Guayaquil and now lives in Kendall. He's a Miami-Dade County Community Council member, and he's leading efforts to help the stranded Ecuadorians find affordable flights. You know, I didn't have a problem telling some authorities in Ecuador, you know what, this is crisis management, and you guys haven't been able to do it. I see a lot of negligence, and they have been very slow. Ceballos is a registered independent, and he says Florida and the U.S. need to recognize they're guilty of some of the same crisis mismanagement. He says Ecuador should be a warning to Americans. Here in the U.S., we stopped funding programs designed exactly to be prepared for this. Here in Florida, we're experts in seeing the hurricane coming. That's what we didn't do with this hurricane coming. Miami Congresswoman Debbie Mukersell Powell says the U.S. meanwhile has to ratchet up its efforts to help Ecuador get through the pandemic. My family members in Ecuador are all safe. They did follow those guidelines of staying at home. But what happens in Latin America will ultimately impact the United States. And it's important for us to be present during this crisis. Last week, President Trump tweeted he does plan to increase aid like testing kits and hospital ventilators to Latin America. Ecuador was at the top of his list. I'm Tim Paget in Miami. The Latin America Report is made possible by MBAF, CPAs and Advisors.